Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. And I remember when I was a kid, the biggest show on the air was Batman. That was a show every major star wanted to be on. So, we, we got in touch with the great, Adam West, who starred as Batman. So move aside, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Kristen Bale, because now, on the 75th anniversary of Batman, we are speaking to Adam West. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and now, on the 75th anniversary of Batman, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the only true caped crusader, Adam West. Oh, thank you, Gilbert Grape. <laughs> hey, it's wonderful to be with someone who's so alive. <laughs> that he is. You should, you should sit six inches away from him. Yes. Now, now we were talking before we got on uh, on the air that, that we had met before, and you remember meeting me. Yes, I do. Who could forget? <laughs> Ah. Yeah, no, you you give a, a wonderful impression. Oh, thank you. Because when you're off stage, when you're normalized in a sense, you're so wonderful with people. Oh wow! You, you, you were nice to everyone, including me. <laughs> where, where was this at the Was this at the Tonight Show? Yes. <laughs> So, so I was even nice to you. Yes. How strange. <laughs> the first time, the first time you guys met was at the Beverly Garland Hotel at a nostalgia show. Well, yes, I think she's gone, isn't she? Beverly, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Gilbert was there. He was accosted by the uh, actress who played Snow White. Yes, it, <laughs> it was. It still uh, haunts my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a perversion. Now, now, let's get to... Now, you... Okay, you worked in a movie, The Outlaws is Coming. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. However, I'm, I'm pleased and proud that I was because, you know, I've done a lot of strange movies, but The Three Stooges remains, as you know, so popular. And what was it like working with the Stooges? I don't care. <laughs> it was just send the check. The thing is, they were very quiet, introspective characters off camera. And then, of course, when they got on, you know what they did. But they were really sweet, nice people. And at the end of the movie, get this, Mo stood up. After we had done everything in the plot of the movie to save the buffalo, the bison, <laughs> in the Old West, Mo got up and said, okay, you're all invited to a buffalo barbecue at my place. <laughs> kind of the way they were, Gilbert. So you were eating buffalo with the Three Stooges? Yes. yes. <laughs> my life has taken strange turns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but they were nice guys, you say. Oh, wonderful, really. And, you know, Larry Fine just sat around and never said much of anything. And Curly was a, a very nice. He spoke occasionally. <laughs> and and Mo um, was the nicest person you'll ever meet. Wow. And the picture was directed by his son-in-law. Oh, Norman... Something. Not Bill Maher. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Norman something. Yeah, Norman Moore. 
Yes. And didn't you speak, Adam, at when the, when the Three Stooges were given their Walk of Fame star? Uh, I, I was supposed to, but I couldn't. I was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought it's about time. <laughs> Now you yeah. you also worked on you you worked on a few very strange movies. Easy. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, I did. I'll admit it. You know, it's called survival. Yeah, it's just hand me the check and let me get out of here. Oh my God! You know what it's like. You have a family. You've got to make a living. Oh, pay yeah. the rent. Pay the rent. Whatever. <laughs> and I, I find that the worse the movie. Uh, that comes along, the bigger the challenge. And the more you've got to cook with it and try to bring something fresh. Which I certainly did in <laughs> Zombie Nightmare. <laughs> I I saw like a trailer for Zombie Nightmare. <laughs> yes. I think that's all we shot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like it was shot on someone's phone. <laughs> I, I, I know. It, it was just awful. But I, I've got to be honest, you know, when you have a family and you're struggling to put kids through college, I couldn't be too elective of what I did. And, um, you know, they offered me quite a bit of money to go to Canada and work with a zombie. <laughs> And now what's popular on TV? <laughs> the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. You were you are ahead of your time. Yes, yes, of course. I was Walking Dead. Now, speaking of uh, another movie like that, but with a bigger star connected to it, uh, Voodoo Island. With, oh. Car with Karloff. You know, that was the first movie I ever did. I was working on TV in Honolulu, and um, they offered me the role of a radio operator in the jungle. <laughs> and they said, and they said, in the plot, Boris Karloff comes through the jungle to meet you. <laughs> well, I said, gosh, that sounds really good. And I... <laughs> So they flew me into the jungle on Kauai, and I had to walk for a couple of days, and then they left me. <laughs> they left me. Yeah, there was no Boris Karloff. <laughs> there, was, there was no one. <laughs> there was no one except mosquitoes and things. <laughs> and very scary nights. So, so you never met Boris Karloff? Well, only after I finished in the jungle and fought my way out. <laughs> I, 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 a Filipino guy happened to be a few miles toward the shore, and I borrowed his machete <laughs> for the producer. But, yeah, I got a chance to meet him. And, uh, you know, you do these things. Then the second movie, Lordy. <laughs> I, I was hired hired to be a scuba diver on the top of a three-tiered boat anchored in Hanama Bay off the coast of Oahu. And at, on the queue from the German director, I and four other scuba guys were supposed to jump from the top of the boat into the water and stay down while somebody did something. Well... I, I knocked myself out with my tank, and, but I was—I happened to have the reflex of grabbing a coral reef. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name now, of that picture, Adam? Well, I can't tell you. I—I I may think of it. Uh -huh. it I may think so of it. So that's the movie you almost died for. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't no, but when I came when I came up, the director said, "Oh my God." You are so brilliant. You are the only one who stayed down for the take. Everybody <laughs> else came to the surface. <laughs> he didn't know I was knocked out. <laughs> now, here's a very strange one. You were offered the part of James Bond after Sean Connery left. 
you know, when I was doing Batman and and even before and uh, doing a few fi- few films um, immediately after, um, I was in London and I had dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Cubby Broccoli and a couple of other folks, and I. <laughs> At the end of the dinner, they looked at me, and she said, you are the new James Bond. And I said, Bond, James Bond. And <laughs> what happened was, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I had a contract that tied me down. Oh. And now, can you, can you imagine, Gilbert, guys... Had I done Bond and Batman, and then played drums with the Beatles, <laughs> the three Bs. <laughs> I, I would have been your go-to guy. So contractually, you couldn't play James Bond. No, I couldn't do it. And uh, but but I also told told them uh, in a nice way that I I really was very grateful, but I, I felt it should be a Brit. And instead, they hired an Australian at the time, right, George Lazenby? Isn't that no? I think it wasn't it Roger at that time. Well, I'm not sure. No, Maybe George Lazenby no, was, was the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then Lazenby. Oh, oh, it was Lazenby oh. when you were up, when you were up for the part. Okay, and, and you know what? That was a wonderful Bond film. I thought. Now I'm not talking about Lazenby in any way, but but that film wasn't it um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service yeah, or something? Tell, yeah. Telly Savalas yeah, Diana Rigg yeah that was really good it's a good one it's one of the best Bond yeah. films I think you're right and then he was a, he was one and done and the press savaged him because he wasn't a Brit and then Roger oh. and then Roger yes that's right I'd forgotten who was an old you friend know, Roger, of yours Roger and I started together at Warner Brothers under contract Tell us a little bit about those days, Adam. Tell us a little bit about your Warner contract and, and some of the things that you did. You did a lot of TV under that contract. Maverick and Hawaiian Eye and 77 the, Sunset Strip. Yeah, it was the best learning experience an actor could have because I worked every week playing different roles. And um, it was just a constant demand. And I thought it was great that I had a chance to learn from all those people. Who, who was there with you at the time, with James Garner and, and Roger Moore? Yeah, Jimmy Garner, Roger Moore, and I were signed like the same day. And um, who else? Um, Will Hutchins, Roger Smith. Um, was it Connie, Connie Stevens? Jack Kelly, Connie Stevens, Bob Conrad. That's a lot I of mean, talent. it went, went on and on. But where are they now? It, it's funny that people complain about the studio system, but, uh, you know, hearing you talk about it, it's like the idea of steady work for an actor. Gilbert, you, you've really got it nailed. It is. And I can't think of a better way to loan your craft. So you learned while you earned. Of course. I've been doing plays um, in Sacramento when I was working there briefly. Uh, for the McClatchy Broadcasting Company. And when I was in Honolulu, I did Picnic. And that's how I was, I guess you'd say, discovered. And the two agents were there, and they came to see the play. Because I'd hired a friend of mine to give me a pep talk and a hundred bucks to get off the (laughs) Now, you said you played drums with the Beatles? <laughs> no, he was no, fantasizing. Oh, you are. Was I was hoping that was true. You know, I was too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you love those guys? Oh. The best. So you didn't fulfill the contract, though, Adam, right? You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't stay there for the seven years on the contract. No, no, because what happened... Warners um, lost their deal with ABC uh, with all those Western movies. And uh, so there just wasn't that much work. And I knew that the time was coming when they were going to let us all go, which they did. And so I began to freelance. And eventually I got lucky again. And that's what this business is. It's, you know, mostly luck. 
and I connected uh, with the production company who was doing uh, a film uh, in Durango, Mexico, a Western, with Chuck Connors as uh, Geronimo. The only blue-eyed Geronimo I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I played the young kind of uh, cavalry officer good guy. And when I got back, the same producers were doing um, a series for NBC called The Detectives with the late Robert Taylor. Sure. So they cast me as the, the kid cop. And how long did you do the detectives? Uh, thirty-six hour, uh, thirty or thirty-six hours in color. Mm -hmm. Then there was a writers' strike, and I starved. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't easy. It never is, you know. But but things began to work. You know, you just keep pushing, and you're you're persistent, and maybe something happens. Like zombie nightmares. <laughs> Can you tell us the the plot? Do you remember the plot of zombie nightmare? <laughs> well, I don't think there was one. <laughs> it, it, was, it was some creature comes out of a hole. <laughs> and, my God, I thought I was Bill Murray in the... You know, that film with the... Now, now, you once met or were coming on to Natalie Wood, I heard. Talk about changing what? the subject here. Yes. Hey, what was that, Governor? With Natalie Wood. In... Well, no, there was nothing with us at all. We just went to dinner, and, and I just sat there and stirred my little cocktail in Hawaii with the umbrella. <laughs> Huh. Was, wasn't she, go on, and, Adam. And lusted. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't she dating Raymond Burr at the time, according to your book? Yeah. Now, that was a strange guy to date. Well, oh, I what? thought so. I, I would never date him. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but, but I did. I did his show. But I'm sure Raymond Burr, as what I've heard, would have liked to have dated you. Yeah, but I said, no, no, no. You just move that wheelchair away. <laughs> it, it, you know, it was like the guys in Hawaii who discovered me when they saw the play Picnic. And they said, kid, we can sell you in Hollywood. And I said, well, gosh, uh, that, that's that's really neat. That's nice. I was really a dweeb. That, that, that's great. Get your hand off my thigh. <laughs> you know, there, there was a very famous uh, manager that you probably have read about or knew about who was one of them. But he had proclivities that I couldn't share. <laughs> Batman versus the casting couch. I guess. Now, you were in Soldier in the Rain. Yeah, I did. you know, I did a few fairly good films. <laughs> you know, they weren't all turkeys. That's a good film. <laughs> yeah, Soldier in the Rain and um, Marriage of a Young Stockbroker and The New Age. And, you know, I got really great reviews. But then I had to do the other things, too. And I don't care what anyone says, laughs about what the critics do. I tell you, you learn from those experiences. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. What do you remember about Jackie Gleason when you made uh, Soldier in the Rain, Adam? Anything? Well, the best. And by the way, when I was in the army at Fort Monmouth in New Jersey, uh, I happened to scavenge a ticket to go to a honeymooners rehearsal because I love those guys. And I got into the rehearsal, and um, he was so nice, he spotted me in my GI uniform, and he came over and said hello. And, uh, you know, I, you, you don't forget those things. That's great. Well, that's why I'm nice to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting on it. 
This is really fun. You do such a good job. You make me feel at ease. Oh, we're, we're happy to do that. And, and Steve McQueen was yeah. in that movie. Yeah, Steve and I were friends. Um, you know, I had a place out at, I had a little shack out of Malibu because I did a lot of surfing and I had a couple of motorcycles. And uh, Steve came to visit me on the Batman set. And, um,. You know, we, we just kind of became friends, and he was a cool guy, and it was good. And you met Gary Cooper in, in, at a party in L.A., Adam, and you yep. said that was a kind of a, a kind of a turning point for you. Yep. <laughs> you yep. can't elaborate on this. <laughs> He's doing you, Gary. Yeah, I know. Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Gary, Gary and I, well, I'm his brother. Gary, well, he used to play the radio out of his saddle. He, he had a tuner, a, a knob on his saddle horn. And he used to sit there and listen to the radio and when, when he was doing these westerns. You know, he... He was probably one of the best actors working guys. He really was. There was nuance. There was a gentleness. There was a toughness about him. And a vulnerability. Don't you have to have that? So so he talked that way in real life. Yep. Adam, tell us tell us where the name Adam West came from because you're born William Anderson. Well, my middle name is West, and nobody knew where it came from, and so I I looked in the mirror, and I made a vow. I said I will make that name famous worldwide. Where did you, the, where, where did Adam come from? The mirror cracked, <laughs> and I. I thought that's it. Uh, Adam, just something I, I made up because four letters, uh, the same as West, and it balanced. And I went around the studio a little bit um, testing it. And nobody forgot that name, Adam West. And I thought, well, that's pretty good. It, it fits on the marquee better than Billy West Anderson. And Billy West Anderson was the first movie cowboy. He was a Jewish cowboy from the Bronx. <laughs> I didn't and I, I, I didn't quite measure up to that somehow. But, but, you know, so I said Adam West, and they loved it, and that was it. And you were an Alexander the Great. With William Shatner. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll tell you, Shatner and I did a pilot. And he was to play Alexander, and it was the most expensive pilot ever shot at the time. And I was to pay, play General Cleander, who was the wine woman and song general. Well, Bill was to have the lead one hour, and I would have the lead the next hour, and so on. Well, the pilot um, featured Bill as Alexander, of course. And, um, you know, I was okay. I had few things to do, but we had a great cast. Joseph Cotton, John Cassavetes, on and on. It was the worst damn script I ever got involved. <laughs> we had orgies eating rubber grapes. It was, but you know, <laughs> but t we tried, and Shander really tried. He rode that Arabian stud across the desert like <laughs> Oh, my God. Because when With you this. think of Alexander the Great, of course, you think of William Shatner. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you do an imitation of William Shatner as Alexander the Great? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Adam, <Hello>. t t <laughs> tell us about how William Dozier came into your life and, and everything changed. Well, I was doing uh, my spaghetti westerns in, in Italy and Spain, and uh, I came back to the States to see my kids. And um, while I was there, very shortly after I arrived, uh, my agent got a call from Fox and ABC. 
and it was Bill Dozier's office, and he said, I want to see this kid. And um, my agent told me, and I said, what is it? And he said, they're doing this big thing out there called Batman. I said, come on, I'm trying to have a serious career here. What are you doing? And he said, they want to see you about playing Batman. So I went out, I read that pilot script by the late, great Lorenzo Semple Jr. And I, I fell down 18 times, I laughed my head off, I said, I'm doing this. So I said to the agent, if they sign me now, I would love to test with whomever they elect to have Robin, because I want the chemistry right. And indeed, we did test, but I signed on the spot. And Lyle Wagner was up for the part, too, was he not? Well, that's what I heard and I saw on the test, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. The screen yeah. tests are bo for both of you are actually on YouTube. You yeah, but, you know, it's it, intriguing. It, it, it wasn't my test. That's a strange thing. And I, I guess Lyle found out later, but they'd already signed me. Oh, I see. It was Bert's test. It was Bert's test because I wanted the chemistry right, and I said I wanted to test with this kid. So we put on those silly makeshift costumes and did the test. I knew within 10 seconds that he was perfect for the role. Now, Batman was one of those, like, tremendous hits back then, and it didn't last that long. It was one of those shows that was a monster hit, and it was only, like, what, two years yeah, it was uh, two and a half seasons. It was just like Star Trek. And they're the only two shows that have become iconic. Isn't that weird? And, must be my... Must and, be my... Huh? Oh, go ahead. No, I just think it must be my legs. <laughs> <laughs> you know... You know, guys, guys in rocket ships and guys who run around in tights, it's amazing. <laughs> well, Adam, you, but, took, you took the part, reading in your book, you took the part very seriously. And you, re you, you respected the role, and you, did, you actually researched the character. Well, yes. You know, I made it a point to read the old Batman comic books because I knew, and we all agreed, this was going to be an homage to the Batman comics and DC Comics. Well, at the same time, we, Dozier and I, and a couple of others, made up our minds that it would be a comedy. Serious dashing for the kids, electric, but for the adults, you know, a laugh after another because of the exaggerated morality stuff like that. I, I remember an episode where you had a talk to the head of the bank or something, and yes. you're in a bank, and they told you, Batman, step right ahead of the crowd. And you said, no, I'll just wait here with these other good citizens. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a... that, that was, Gilbert, yes, that was the tone of the show, which <laughs> it just knocked me out. I thought it was really hilarious. And it, for example, in the um, the first episodes with the great Frank Gorshin as the Riddler, um, you know, when Batman walks into a discotheque and he says, I shouldn't wish to be conspicuous, I'll just sit at the bar, you know, and then Jill St. John slips him a Mickey in his orange juice and he gets totally abandoned, he just gets up and dances like a crazy man. Now, is that where you did that famous... Who came up with the famous Batman dance? The Batusi. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Batusi, the dance craze of the world. <laughs> They're still doing it. John Travolta in movies. And <laughs> we, what happened? I was driving in from my place to the studio and I happened to come across a page or two that said Batman dances and I thought well I don't know you know how you get those moments of cooking with it and I said I know what I'm going to do because if he's if he's been drugged he could lose all of his careful studied moves and attitudes now he's just another crazy hip-hop artist. <laughs> 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 now, 
by the way, I you know my nephew Kanye West. Oh, we really didn't know there was a relation. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I I could see the physical resemblance. Well, well, of course. I just said, I just said a rap uh, <laughs> on, a, uh, on a TV pilot with Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. It was very funny, and I, I did a rap. I did Kanye West, only <laughs> only very dramatically. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Oh, bitch. Hey, dude. Oh, oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. All I want is more bitches. You know, you know, it just went on like that. And with every word faithful, you know, to the thing. You realize how ridiculous it is. I, I never thought I'd be hearing Batman saying I yeah. want more bitches. Oh, Lord. Listen, I have no taste. <laughs> Just. Speaking of which, you were in Happy Hooker Goes to Washington. You got the wrong state. Oh, which state did the Happy Hooker go to? <laughs> it, was, it was Happy Hooker, Hooker Goes Hollywood. Oh, oh I'm what? sorry. That was a better one. <laughs> yes, and I was told... I was told that it's, it was going to be a, really a comedy making fun of all that stuff, a spoof. And then they brought in the second unit and they shot all that naughty stuff. <laughs> they inserted footage you didn't know about, huh? Uh, they inserted footage that you weren't aware of. Correct. Interesting. So you are basically, aside from being in bad movies, in porn also. <laughs> Oh my God, Gilbert! Don't it? Yes, I, I, I have, I have agreed to and done my best in in a panoply of film. But isn't it isn't it weird? And, and such luck! I am the most grateful actor in the world that I've become an icon, and there aren't many of us. Yeah. Now, when you were in Batman, it seemed like every star on in on in show business wanted to be uh, do a guest appearance on Batman. Yes, half the time I didn't know when I went into the stage, onto the stage, uh, who would be waiting to pop out of a window or something, or who would be cast. Uh, mm, for example, Jerry Lewis popped out of a window. Dick Clark, Milton Berle was, you know, one of our villains. Liberace played a villain, which mm -hmm. was quite Chandel. <laughs> yes, yeah, which was the quite amusing. Oh my God, he was two characters: the concert pianist and a real mean villain. <laughs> well, he walked around that stage for a week trying to be mean, <laughs> and I. Kept looking at him. I just couldn't believe this. He was going, "Hey, I'm a maid guy, and you just watch out." <laughs> it, it, it was very amusing. It sounds like. Him. <laughs> we should just cl clarify for the for the listeners, Adam. He played Shandell. He played a, a concert pianist based on himself, of course, and then he played his evil twin brother, Harry. <laughs> Yes, yes. A very okay, macho. Our writers came up with the darndest things. Now, what did Milton Berle play on this show? He played Louis the, <laughs> Louis the Lilac. <laughs> Louis the Lilac. Yes. You know, Milton liked to dress kind of strangely occasionally. <laughs> and, and the part was just really written for him. And he, I have my paintings now that I do of all these characters. Oh, you want to buy a painting? But anyway, um, yeah, Louis the Lilac had flowers all over and, you know, his hat and this and that. But these people who were celebrities and really fine actors and comedians and so on loved to do that show because it was a hot show, of course. But they could watch it with their kids and their grandchildren. Like, I remember watching the show... And I was always a big Jerry Lewis fan. 
And when Jerry Lewis popped out of the window, <laughs> that was... So what do you remember about working with Lewis? Well, it was very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time. With 20 seconds of film. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, then he directed, or tried to... I don't know. But I was always kind of the Dean Martin. Well, you sang and, with Dean Martin, did you not? Yeah, I did. I, and I was, again, lucky. My God, I sang with Dean Martin. I'd hosted the Hollywood Palace three times. I introduced George Carlin. I was looking at it online today. It's a, the very young George Carlin before he, before he let his hair grow and change his image. Yes, he really did, didn't he? It was fascinating. And, and Ray Charles was on the show. You introduced Ray Charles. Oh, uh, one of my favorite guys. Yeah, yep, I did. And uh, I will... Oh. Go on, please. I, I remember when, even as, like, when you were two, uh, watching Batman, when you and Robin would allegedly be walking up the side of a wall. <laughs> the bat climb. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it couldn't have fooled a half-witted uh, one-year-old how they did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, one of the Adam West naked behind the scenes uh, revealing all secrets. That's the... <clears throat> the uh, DVD that you could buy. Anyway, um, what we did, we placed the building on its side at about a six-degree angle. And then our, our capes were attached with fishing line filament <laughs> <laughs> to give it this, a sense of gravity pulling at us. And then we had to hop, skip, and jump up the wall. <laughs> so it was not exactly George Lucas. <laughs> No. Good. Good morning, citizen. Why it's, why it's Dick Clark, Robin. I hear music coming through the window. It must be the shamans. I don't. Know. Well, you know what was great about those those cameos in the window, Adam, is is not only celebrities of the day, but but. Characters from other series like Lurch from the Adams Family. <laughs> right. You cross promoting ABC series, pokes his head out of the window. And and, sure. uh, and Colonel Clink. <laughs> and oh, oh, yeah. You have to ask each one of them what the hell they're doing in Gotham City. That's right. <laughs> it was like Vegas. What stays in Gotham, you know? <laughs> now, can I ask you, while on that topic, what stays in Gotham? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you... Be careful, Adam. One, <laughs> oh. one of oh. the biggest villains on the show, of course, was the Joker, played by the great late um, Cesar Caesar. Romero. Yeah. Who was a romantic lead and a great dancer and everything. And I heard that he, in real life, was gay. And, I mean, to quote Jerry Seinfeld, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but, but here's the rumor I heard, and please tell me it's true. Even if you've never heard this rumor, for God's sakes, Adam, tell me this is true. So far, I've never heard it. Okay. <laughs> I heard Cesar Romero used to hire young boys and he would stand there, pull his pants and underwear down, and they would fling orange wedges at his ass. <laughs> I'd love to see Hel the look on Adam's face, right? Hello? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, you know, yes, Gilbert, Gilbert that's Gilbert, true. I've heard more damn rumors around that town. And... Caesar, well, I'll tell you, I'm a, I don't think I was that cute. Caesar didn't make a play for me, I'll tell you. But he was always a perfect gentleman. The thing about Caesar was he thought he was a great Latin lover. And indeed, his career was based mostly on his mustache. <laughs> At least that's what he believed. He was very modest. And, and so he, he wouldn't shave it. So we said, well, that's fine. Just put some white makeup over it toward the end of the day. It'll pop out. It'll be funny. And he was always wearing a wristwatch, uh, the Joker. Was there a story it, attached to that, too? I don't know. I never noticed. Oh, I read somewhere that he got the wristwatch as a gift from the president of Mexico, and he refused to take it off. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's that's like the oranges. So he, you know, it, it isn't, but it, well, it's it's uh, the wrong time. He um, never asked you to fling orange wedges at his ass. Is what I want to know. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I think it's one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard. You know? I think. I, I think it's very Welcome funny. Welcome to the show, Adam. Well, it's 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 wonderful fun. <laughs> I had no idea when I answered this phone that I would be treated like that. No, that I would hear things like that. This is funny. It's funny. Gilbert is a big fan of Vincent Price, uh, Adam. As a matter of fact, he has a death mask, or is it a life mask? Uh, yeah, I have a, a, a life mask of uh, Vincent Price in my house. A I don't blame mask. you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have one. So, what was what was what? Vincent? What was Vincent Price like to work with? Well, he was he was thoroughly professional, and he he was a raconteur, as you know, and he told a lot of stories, and he 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 was a collector of art, and he would talk about his art occasionally. I don't know art who, but he would talk about his art, and. Um, you know, he had a great sense of humor because in one sequence, uh, we were throwing eggs at Egghead. <laughs> because he was Egghead. Egghead. Yes, right. Yes. This wasn't Egg like Caesar Romero. No, 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 no. Not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and what happened was the egg fight got a little out of hand. It got a little uh, uh, too ambitious. And we started throwing eggs at Vincent, and and they they were rotten, and they cracked on his head and so on. And he began to pick up dozens of eggs and throw them at the crew. <laughs> well, this moment in time degenerated into the worst, messiest scene I think ever not seen on film. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. And and the the other famous one, uh, you worked with. Uh, there was the Penguin. Yeah, Burgess. By, yeah, Burgess Meredith, who starred in uh, Mice and Men with Lon Chaney Jr. You remind me of Burgess a bit. I, I wait a second. <laughs> I, I, hold on, hold on. This is the first time. If this is the first time in my career, in my life, maybe, that I've been compared to Burgess Meredith. Please well, if I, if I were directing uh, th that movie, My Matter, whatever, again, uh, some of the work he's done, I, I think I'd cast you. Wow. Wow, that's a, that's a yeah, By the way, you would have made a really good penguin. Oh, thank you have no idea what an honor it is to have Batman tell me I could have been the penguin. Well, I'm just stunned listening to you now because if you had a cigarette holder and a long cigarette with the ash falling and the smoking <laughs> under my cowl, I'd believe you. With 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 with, with your umbrella gas, oh my gosh. <laughs> and the monocle. Don't forget yeah. the monocle. Oh, the monocle and the long-pointed nose. No, Gilbert, really, you could have played that role. Oh, wow. Very flattering. This, this is a, a complete honor. Oh, nah. <laughs> you, you, also, you also would have made a disturbing Riddler, yeah. Gilbert. <laughs> yes. Okay, now back, back to more filth and perversion. Yeah. This one... <laughs> Adam, please tell me this one's true. I heard there was, you once were <laughs> in an orgy, and Frank Gorshin was there too, and the two of you started yelling at each other in your characters. Well, you know, what happened is we have goofy senses of humor. I've got to be very careful here. My wife just walked in. Frank, Frank and I were invited. It's okay, Marcel. Uh, Frank, 
Frank and I were invited to a party in Hollywood, and it was after the day shooting. So we said, what the hell? Let's go see what this party is. And we walk in. There's an orgy going on. <laughs> on, on uh, you know, the kind of a, a down a few steps in the middle of the living room. Wow. And I looked at Frank, he looked at me, and we started to laugh. And we got into the characters. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> We were kicked out of the orgy immediately. <laughs> it was, that wasn't nice. I thought orgies were gentle people fooling around. So Batman and the Riddler were kicked out of an orgy? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anyone. It's, it's embarrassing. So you never got a chance to partake? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> I have my I have my own own secret life. <laughs> Adam, tell us about some of the people that wanted to do the series, like uh, Frank Sinatra and Gregory Peck and Liz Taylor, and pe people that uh, you never got to. I Maybe mean, the show was a rage, and it was a it was a, a cool thing for somebody yeah. to be on the show, play play a villain, or do a cameo. Well, when Gregory Peck. Just <laughs> told that possibly he could play a villain. I I don't know what happened. I really don't, because those people wanted to do the show. But Mike McLean and Bill Dozier and those people did the casting. I mean, it was wonderful to be surprised, you know, when you go into the studio and you don't know who the hell's going to be standing there in some really crazy costume. Are there every kind of Hollywood legend on that show? I mean, you work with Tallulah Bankhead, you work with George Sanders, and Ann Baxter, and Otto Preminger, and, and the list goes on and on. And weren't they wonderful? You know, it was Tallulah Bankhead's last show, yeah. last film before she passed on, and she used to sit in the half-dark, back in a corner of the stage, you know, between takes, she had long waits, and I'd walk over there. Nobody spoke to her. I don't know why, but I'd walk over there and I'd start a little conversation. And she was so nice. She was lovely. But the one thing that struck me about her was the courage that she displayed. You, you know, being, being that ill. Mm -hmm. She played the Black Widow. Yes. Now, how uh, many... Oh. Go on, Gilbert. Oh. <laughs> hey, ask me about There's that penguin laugh. Yes, I, I love it. I'm getting a little frightened. It, Robin, <laughs> wh where did you go, damn it? Damn it, Robin. Get your cowardly fights over here. Um, it, yes, it, really, Gilbert could do that. He could. Now, now um... You you must have been quite popular with the ladies when Batman was on. Okay, I know where you're going. <laughs> I, I, I don't Forgive talk him, about pers personal things. My wife just walked in. Oh, for okay. God's sake. So tell tell us when what? she leaves, and I'll go back to my line of questioning. What an excuse I just gave. <laughs> what a fink. Yeah, how, go on, Gilbert. How many people, how many actresses played Catwoman? Three. Yeah, I remember Julie Newmar, uh, Earth, Earth, not Earth, Earth uh, Kid. Earth Kid. Kid. Yep. And yep. who was the third? Oh, Merriweather. Lee Merriweather. Lee Leanne Merriweather. Miss America. Wow. Who's a very good actress. And, and she was in the, uh, the feature film. She wasn't in the series. Yeah, that's correct. In the feature, and, and then ensuingly, she did two or three series. My gosh! Oh yeah, pe I think people would know her best from Barnaby Jones. Of course. And she worked a lot. Tell us about Bert's uh, infamous meeting with Bruce Lee, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bert likes to tell people that he's a master of, you know, martial arts. <laughs> Uh, a, a super black belt, and I don't know, green belt, whatever. And uh, that uh, it was very, we played a little joke. 
we asked Bruce if he would, every time he walked past uh, Bert, if he would scowl and look as mean as he possibly could, which he did for one week. <laughs> and I got to give Bert a little credit for being courageous, because when it came time for them to get up and do their stuff, you know, Bert did it. And of course, it was choreographed, so nobody got hurt. But I would imagine Bert was scared to death. How would you like Bruce Lee <laughs> scowling, at you, scowling at you every second? Now, I heard when when um, when the show was when canceled. the show yeah when the show was canceled, NBC uh, was interested in picking it up. That's true. And what what was the reason why that didn't happen? Well, they had gotten prematurely, I don't know, they tore all the standing sets down, you know, the stage and so on. And we had, you know, the, the Batcave, all that stuff was very expensive and uh, rather large, as was Wayne Manor and all those interiors, you know, the standing sets. So they decided that would be too expensive. And ABC... Um, Fox had done enough with 120 episodes to go into reruns and recoup the money. I see. So, so they didn't really care if the series went on or not. Correct. It's been playing, you know, for over 40 years yeah. globally. By the way, I'm very big in China. <laughs> really? <laughs> I speak Chinese with a very high voice. And Robin... Holy, holy guacamole, Batman. <laughs> Robin speaks way down there. But, um, you know, Batman and Lucy have been vying for first place in China for a long time. So the show is popular in, in China? Uh, China and Russia and, I know that. Uh, and, and Belgrade, all kinds of places. I get letters, my God. And, and these craven people. Now you're you're currently working on uh, Family Guy, and yeah. can you, I forget the name of your character. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish many would. Um, it, I play Mayor West. <laughs> yeah, you play Adam West, Mayor Adam West. <laughs> Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. I was going, I was thinking of asking you to sing that. I remember. <laughs> Out of well, nowhere, I, I you start singing. Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs> I did because everybody asked me to do that. What? Did you come up with the melody? <laughs> I think it's yes. Edelweiss. It sounded like Edelweiss. I think it is. But... <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got it immediately. <laughs> I am happy to see me. Adam, how did how did Seth and Family Guy come into your life? Well, Seth had written the pilot for me uh, as an episode of Johnny Bravo, uh, which he was producing and writing at the time. And um, we had kind of the same comedic sensibilities as you guys and I do and and um, so he simply called and said look would you play Mayor Adam West of Quahog and I read the stuff and I said Seth of course we, you know, we were good friends and I thought if I can do this that insanely different mayor <laughs> bring, bring it to life and retain a little bit of dignity. That's a challenge. So I did. I don't know whether I retained the dignity or not. <laughs> That's a wonderful character. Thank you. Well, he's really mad. I mean, all you have to do is call in the quirkier aspects of your personality, some of the dumb stuff I've done or thought, and uh, you know, kind of magnify that, and it, it works. And I remember there was an episode you're having an affair with Peter's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, and then there's Lois. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Adam, speaking of unhinged characters, and I was telling Gilbert before before we, we called you, I was yeah. telling him about the wonderful look well. Oh, golly. You know, that's one pilot I've done. I've done about 12, I think. The one pilot that I really, really, really wanted to see go because I got a chance to do comedy, just outright comedy, which I've always kind of had a mm -hmm. leaning toward. And uh, they loved it. And then the head of NBC, it was his favorite, he passed away. He died. Oh, Brandon Tartikoff, yeah. Y yes. And so, you know, whatever happens with those things, I don't know. But now they're playing it in, in, in movie houses, even, as the funniest pilot that never sold. It's wonderful. We should point out it was co-written by uh, Conan O'Brien and, yes. and Gilbert's pal, Robert Smigel. You bet. And Gilbert, you could have played the character. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're basically telling me I could have starred as any character in movies or TV, uh, except one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and who who was that one character? Yeah. I think we know. The Hulk. The Hulk. <laughs> okay. What are you going to say about that? I don't know. <laughs> Adam, you're so great about sending up your, your character and, and sending up yourself. And Gilbert and I also watched the Funny or Die short. Oh, you did. We watched Batman's Garage Sale, which was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what about the one where Adam West hits? In other words, it's, oh, God, it was funny for me to do. I mean... You, the guy is sitting at the bar in a, you know, a really sharp kind of place, and he's drinking his funny drink, and every woman, chick, whatever, who walks by, he makes some play for him, and he always gets knocked out. I don't know whether you saw that is one. It, what, what is it called? Is it on the web? Well, it's Funny or Die, oh, Funny yeah. or Die, okay. Adam but, West is. I did a third one, uh -huh. which I played a, a hard-nosed... Uh, film noir detective but yeah that those things are really funny to do you're great in them well thank you it's, they're a challenge and i love to do comedy we should uh we should wrap up and uh well i hope so <laughs> <laughs> give poor adam a break <laughs> may i say it's been one of the most festive occasions I've ever been witness to. Uh, you're too, oh, okay, you're too so if 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 I may, uh, you've completely one hundred percent confirmed that uh, young boys would throw orange wedges at Cesar Romero's ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never really got to know these people. But Thank I, now God. that you tell me these stories, I'm fascinated. <laughs> It's a shame I couldn't look in the window or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, guys, I hope you got a fairly decent show out of me. It was great, oh, Adam. great. Let's great, let, Adam. Let's mention quickly hey. your pilot. You're doing an animated pilot with Rob Lowe? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a thing called Razzle and Dazzle, or Dazzle and Razzle, I'm not sure. And it's animated, and it's really very funny, very good. And I play Rob Lowe's stuntman father. You play his stuntman father? Yes. And he's an aspiring stuntman who keeps screwing up. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, you know, I just went in and did it. We'll see what happens. And you're, you seem busier than ever because you also have a show on the Travel Channel. Yeah, it's called um, What You Get for the Money with Adam West. And they, 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 <laughs> Who they plays did... Adam West? <laughs> well, guess. And, and we travel all over the world. 
and uh, film strange things, you know, that cost money and how much money and what you actually get for your money. Interesting. When does this debut, Adam? Uh, I think um, maybe it has on the Travel Channel. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, you guys, I don't even watch. <laughs> Appreciate your honesty. Well, I, you know, I, I just go in and do the damn thing and send a friggin' check. We should point out that this is the first time in November that the original Batman series is going to be available on DVD, which a lot of fans have been waiting for a long time. Thank you. I, I tell you, I'm so happy about that because they have been, and I'm con constantly asked, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? And it will be, November 11, and it's going to be Blu-ray, high-def, whatever you say, all kinds of pixels and electrons running around. I don't, you know, modern, modern times, it'll be beautiful to watch. You'll be even bigger in China now, Adam. Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> Do you go out to China a lot? Uh, well, I spend weekends there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that Szechuan chow. <laughs> no, I've only been once. I'll never go back. <laughs> and 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 you've confirmed also that you've been in perverted sex acts with Frank Gorshin. <laughs> oh, don't, don't say that. The only perversion we had was running out of the house. <laughs> we were kicked out. <laughs> Said you ain't going to Hollywood, you baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, th this was an honor to be able... Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're a great sport, Adam, I got to tell you. Well, I hope so. You know, this this is a tough racket. And if you can't look at it with some kind of realism and humor as you guys do, you might as well get out. A lot of people wish I would get out. <laughs> well, I was about to say that. <laughs> are you kidding? You are one of a kind. Bad he is. To, to have the greatest Batman of all time tell me I could have been the Penguin uh, was uh, just what an honor. Well, it's, it's true, Gilbert, because there are certain things with movement, voice quality, attitudes, sense of humor. Yes, you could have done that. See, I, I wish my agent would <laughs> feel the same way you do. Wait a minute. I just got a wire from him. He died. He died. <laughs> no. <laughs> if he's like mine. <laughs> Anything else you want to plug, Adam? AdamWest.com? Yeah, AdamWest.com. Thanks for mentioning that, you guys. Sure. And, and, and Adam West Naked DVD, where you talk, where, where you you tell many many anecdotes about the uh, shooting of Batman, the filming of. Yes, Batman. and that and that'll be part of the new, um, um, you know, Batman Blu-ray DVD. Great. In addition to standing on its own, and th then I'm I'm painting, and I've got stuff in galleries, and it's moving a bit, and and I, I made I want to send you a picture of one of my paintings. Oh my God! Yes. This I call spacey art. <laughs> space. <laughs> I can't do it. Space space archaeology. <laughs> space oh, archaeology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, really. My wife says, "What is that?" And I, I say, "I don't know. I just paint my dreams." <laughs> and you paint Batman villains? Is that? Uh, do we have that correct? Yes, I've got a series of those. Maybe I'll put them on my website. I think you should. Oh, Scott. absolutely. And, well, and, I, oh, huh? no, and, and you admit, you fully admit to throwing orange wedges <laughs> at Cesar Romero's ass. Good God, no. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I'll never look at another orange. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
Thanks, you Sam. guys have you've been a lot of fun. Really, really fun. You've been a ton of fun. Thanks for doing it. Well, I'll let you go. Oh, you've been such a great sport. <laughs> Thank you. So much fun. Thank you, Gilbert. We've been listening to the greatest Batman of all time, Adam West. This has been Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast with my with my co-host, uh, Frank Santo Padre, and we've been talking to the greatest Batman of all time, Adam West. Thank you again, Adam. Thanks, man. <laughs> 